and welcome to Try Not the Pod. I'm Leah. And I'm Mia. Today we're going to be talking about <gasps> magic tricks. Yes. Oh my god, it's so exciting. This is one of the most exciting episodes I think we've done yet. For me anyway. I think it is too, but only because it's not really been on our bucket list of things to do. Yeah. And I think in a pre-COVID world, it would never have crossed my mind that you could sit and learn a magic trick. And in an existing COVID world, like, why have we not thought to do something like this earlier? Like, how did it, how did it come to be? How, how, yeah. Do you want to talk about how it came to be? Yeah, sure. So really happy accident, really. So two friends of mine who listened to the podcast, we had a games night, a virtual games night over lockdown. And one of them had said, oh, we've got a friend. He's actually a magician um, slash stand up comic. And uh, he's teaching magic classes because I guess he's got a reduced number of shows that he's doing because of the pandemic. Um, Why don't you get in touch with him? Here's his details. And I was like, oh my God, this is insane. Like, I can't talk to a magician. Like, that was my initial, like, feeling was like, oh my God, a magician. Obviously, and it took me months. Honestly, it's how ridiculous is that? It took me months and months. So I finally messaged him. What, to build up the courage to to reach out to him? Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. It's so weird, but it's like, I don't know why. Just, I really felt like, oh no, I can't, I can't bother him. Even though he was actually advertising a service, which was teaching people magic I just felt really like I don't know I felt really odd I don't know why it's so weird but I really had a blocker on it anyway eventually I did it and he was just so lovely straight away he was like yeah this is great and um he came up with the idea of actually splitting a session so he's going to teach us both a trick um a different trick so and then perform it for the other one oh my god this is going to be amazing yeah. Also, I mean, A, I'm super excited because I don't know if we've spoken about how gullible I am on any of our podcasts, actually, but people that do know me, like, I believe anything. So suspending my disbelief, is that what it's called? Suspension of disbelief? Suspension of belief? Anyway. So. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I am just a kid in a candy shop when it comes to things like that. Like, whether it's, I was obsessed with uh, magic eye books when I was little, because that was kind of like magic yeah. in a book. And um, I don't think we went to, like particularly to magic shows or anything like that. But any adult that could teach me some kind of little trickery with their hand that, you know, kind of like, the, do you remember the nose the nose in the um in the hand thing where yes. somebody pretends to take your nose off and it's just yeah. their thumb poking through their finger like as a kid mesmerized oh my god you've taken my nose oh wait a minute it's still that you know so anything where I have to believe that someone's done something or you know it's a visible trick where you've seen something happen but you know logically that that can't be true I find fascinating. I just, I love it. So um, it's really exciting that we're going to like be taught our very own one, but it's kind of a double whammy because once I've done my trick on you and you've done your trick on me, then we can hopefully teach each other as well. And then we walk away with two magic tricks. Two magic tricks. And we can then go out into the world and be magicians. And I think that that is just like, oh my God, it's awesome. And I am with you. Like I, I would say in life, it's really, really quite difficult to like, delight me like I'm quite you know well maybe that's not true actually I think I'm easily delighted but with magic like you I have I don't think I'm particularly gullible as a person like or not but I I love that feeling of like not knowing what's happened you know some people really hate it that I can't I have to know how it's done I just love being left in that place where I'm like I have no fucking clue what you've done but you've just blown my mind like genuinely really I'm quite happy to walk away mind blown and not have to analyse how that's happened. Just be like, oh my God, that's happened. I think that we have maybe spoken about this before, but I've got a feeling that I've had to edit it all out because you kept getting his name wrong. But I've talked about my love of Darren Brown. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, whose name? Who have we had to edit out his name? Who are we talking about? Yes, Darren. I think I call him Darren. You call him Darren, yeah, but his name is most definitely Darren. It's Darren. And yes, we have spoken about him before and mind blown and love him. But yeah, yeah you've seen him in person, whereas I haven't. 
Yeah, I, yeah, I saw him. Me and Ellie went to see him like a few years ago, and it was like we had seats in the gods. Like they were the worst seats ever. I think I got them like for ten quid on lastminute.com or something the day of the show, and um, we went to the show, and it was so incredible. Like I sat through the whole thing completely and utterly in awe of him. Like that's the first thing. When it finished, we all left the theatre. And that it was silent. You could have heard a pin drop because every single person was walking out of there going, how the fuck did he do that? The guy is like, yeah, it it just, it blows my mind. The same with his TV shows, like the same with a lot of those kind of close-up magicians. It's just incredible. Like, And the fact that there's someone that's actually going to teach us to do, obviously something very small, and I believe it's going to be a card trick, so we're not going to be like, you know mystifying the whole world but it is um it's just really exciting I'm really excited by it it's so exciting and what a nice thing to do with an evening after work like of a mundane workday night when you still can't I mean I know we're easing now and you can go out and stuff but this is a really nice thing to do at home which you'll then keep with you forever and blow other people's minds yeah. and also you know when you like do you ever get it when you go somewhere and they're like oh what's your party trick now we're actually gonna have one we are just gonna need to make sure you've got a deck of cards in your handbag at all times i'm i'm quite okay if i can actually pull it off and he teaches me something that is easy to remember i will happily forever carry a deck of cards <laughs> on me i love it so cute. no seriously so excited i'm just I, like like I, I can't think what it was from my childhood or what I would have done. I don't, yeah, like I don't have any particularly strong memories of magicians that I would have seen, but so excited. I feel like I was, so I was thinking about why I love magic so much. And there are a couple of things that kind of stand out for me. One of them is um, like probably my fifth birthday, fifth or sixth birthday party. Um, I had a magician and he did this trick where he basically had a pane of glass with like a black drawing on it. So it was like white glass with a black drawing on it. And he put it in a box and then he shoved all these scarves in a box. And then he like waved his wand over it and pulled it out. And it was like in full color, the same picture. Now I remember this like visually, like if I close my eyes, I can imagine that whole thing happening. Now Obviously now it was like, yeah, okay, he had two pieces of glass in a box and a hole in the middle for the scarf. But at the time, it absolutely fucking blew my five-year-old brain completely. Like that feeling of, I don't know, just just not knowing how stuff was done and just being amazed and just being in awe. I think I really think you lose that as you grow up. I asked my mum if she had any pictures of my magician birthday party, and she didn't. But what she did remind me of was when I was <laughs> really little, probably again about five, we went on holiday to um, somewhere in Spain. And there was this magician who was doing like magic for the children, like kids clubs on the on the holiday. He was dressed up as a clown. So he was like a clown magician. Okay. And I was loving it. But what he did was he sat me on a bike, like a static bike, and then, I don't know, pulled a cloth over my head or something. And then he lifted me off his bike and there was a, like, toy poo on the oh. seat of the bike. And he basically had made out that I had done this poo, which I hadn't. And it really, 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 I was angry. I mean, he really upset me. Well, yeah, because then you're being embarrassed in front of all the other kids. I said this to my mum last night. I'm like, this is like... That's actually traumatic. It's pretending to a kid that they've done a poo so that they're actually ridiculed in front of other kids. That's cruel. Yeah, but it was like supposed to be funny. My mum was like, well, it was funny because obviously we all knew you hadn't done the poo. And I was like, but the kids kids didn't know. So all the kids thought that I pooed like on this man's bike. And you know, I sent you a picture earlier before we started of me with this clown. I don't think you opened it on WhatsApp. Um, And you can see how sad I What? I sent it to you. Or I've sent it to somebody completely random. Oh no, so let me. me. <laughs> okay, I'll send it. I'll send it to you now. God knows who I sent that to. You. Hang on. And then you can see how how fucking sad I look. And the really sad thing is, I mean, the clown is creepy. I don't think he should be allowed near anyone. Um, and I will put this on Instagram. But the problem is, I'm going to have to put like a warning picture first because lots of people are really 
not okay with clowns, right? Like my sister in law's yeah, okay with clowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so just send it to you. Well, you, you are not happy. <laughs> no. You are really unhappy in that. So picture. he was, in a way, he did a really good thing because he managed to make a poo like appear on a bike. But he really pissed me off. Like I was so angry with him. And I said to I said to my mum, "Yeah, I remember this incident, and I really fucking hate that clown magician. I really hate him." Um, I don't blame you. I think I think you know at kids' parties, it was always clowns that that would. It was always magi- magicians and clowns were kind of interchangeable and mm. you'd have clowns that would also make you know those balloon yeah that I thought were quite magical like how from a, a stringy balloon have you made a dog um but yes yeah, so I think as a child I probably thought magic clowns all of that was interchangeable and the same kind of thing I remember my dad dressed up as a clown one party um wow. I think it was actually for Swiss Independent Day Independence Day because it was in the summer and it's in Switzerland or it was somebody's birthday but I've got a picture of my dad like fully dressed up as a clown kind of holding an umbrella face painted and I think I I remember that memory as him doing magic tricks knowing my dad there is not a chance in hell he ever did magic tricks so it's probably just you know your your childhood brain that's mixing up memories and clowns must have done magic tricks but um yeah, I did love them as a child. I just don't have any particularly strong memories of having learned something. I mean, anything to do with, like I say, optical illusion. So even magic eyes, I found wonderfully impressive as a child. But did you ever get, like, you know, in Christmas cr- crackers, you get really simplistic, basic magic tricks that aren't really magic, yeah. even those I'd, I'd love. But I remember somebody got given, they were five gold rings and there was kind of a slit in one of the rings so that if you bang them together hard enough, they then join and you could join up all five and then you could undo them if you like sort of separated them at a certain angle. But again, as a child, you're like, oh, my God, that's magic. How have you got five solid round um, hoops to then interlink? So even little things like that, I was fascinated by. Very simplistic mind, obviously, not very analytical. I genuinely think as a child I thought magic was a real thing and that when you got to be an adult you learned how to do it like for real like it wasn't yeah and I I think it just has this like really like special place so yeah and magic is the only way that it brings it back where you actually feel like a child again because your brain can't comprehend it and as a child I I presume that there's so much thing that you're you know so so many things that your brain doesn't understand that you just accept them as is and you know that's the way of the world because it's an adult world versus when you're an adult seeing a magic trick you are transported to being a kid again yeah we went to a show last year, um, just before COVID. We went to Vegas, my brother, me and Ellie, and we went to see Hans Glock, who is like self-titled um, the fastest magician. Basically does loads and loads of like locking women in boxes and then busting them out kind of tricks. Okay. Um, and he's just brilliant. He's like proper old school. It's very like women in leotards and he's wearing like a flouncy kind of shirt and there's a lot of music and smoke and stuff it's it, it was absolutely brilliant like it was great me and my brother sat there and we were absolutely like amazed by it we didn't have a clue what he, how he was doing it we just enjoyed it and ellie was sat there and she was like i know how he's doing it i know how that's done oh. i know how that's done like, i don't think it does anything for her like she just eva tries to work out what's happening and if she can't then she's kind of disengaged from it or she works out and she's just like, yeah, I can, that's how it's doing. Like there was this bit, right, that he did and it was a woman, it was a pair of legs pushing a like a hostess trolley and she walked across the stage and it was just this pair of legs pushing this hostess trolley and it looked incredible. Like it just looked so cool. It just looked like there was a pair of legs and I was like, oh my God, maybe they're robot legs. No, no, robots can't walk like that. I was like really in my head like, Whoa. And me and my brother were like clapping really hard at the end of the trick. And Ellie just leaned in and she went, that woman was bent over. I could see her nose underneath the hostess trolley. Like where she was bent in half, Ellie could actually, because she's shorter than both of us, could see her <laughs> But it was just like the two different reactions. Like me and my brother just like clapping, like <laughs> so hard, our hands were hurting. And Ellie's like, 
the woman is bent over. Like, <laughs> it was just this moment of like, what? Like, yeah. Oh. I don't know. It's... I don't think I've ever seen any kind of um, magic tricks. Can we go see one, please? Yeah, definitely. Magic show. Well, your man, Darren Brown, he's actually doing some shows um, and he's got quite a few down in the uh, south coast area. Sign me bloody up. When are they? Uh, later this year and 2022. So we can definitely find some dates right. and we'll go. Uh, he is someone else. I know someone else who saw him and they said the same thing. They just came out that they saw him in Brighton. They came out of the Brighton Centre. They said they were just absolutely like their head was just blown. Um, and I completely get it. Like you won't. You need time off to recover because he's that good. So yeah, we'll I remember go. he used to do TV shows as well because, I mean, and that's obviously how I would have heard of him. But I think, was it like back when you might have had, I don't know, TiVo sounds very American. I know we don't have TiVo in the UK, but maybe I had like Sky or something where you could pre-record series links. Yeah. And um, did he maybe have a series? Yeah. I don't know, 10 years ago or, so, or even longer. You know, I, I don't feel like him. it's something I would have watched obsessively. Yeah, he did a few. He did one which was called Trick or Treat. Where yeah, that's the one I remember. Yeah, and, and that was insane. Like, I mean, not that this is an episode about Darren Brown, but he did a thing where he found this woman and she actually picked Trick. So that's it, it was still an amazing thing, but it wasn't a nice thing, right? And he taught her over a series of weeks to hold her breath in a swimming pool. And he taught her to escape from like chains and stuff. And it was all this kind of build up stuff. But basically what he said to her was, there will come a day at some point in the future. It probably wasn't quite this dramatic, but I'm going to come to your house in the middle of the night. I'm going to get you in the back of a van. and I'm going to throw, tie you up, put you in a sack and throw you in the lake. And that's what he did in the middle of the night. And they filmed it. She was asleep in bed with her boyfriend, partner, whatever. He got her. He put her in a sack. He tied her up, put, like, handcuffs on her, and he threw her in a the lake. They were, did like, he, safety Sorry, but did he put, like, some kind of oxygen tank on her face at least? No. No, no, no. no. Look it up, okay? I'm sure it's from the Trick or Treat series, and it's a one where he throws this woman in the lake. I remember watching the programme. They had safety divers, right? She wasn't going to die. But I remember watching this program being like, oh, my fucking God, like, this is insane. But if somebody said to me, do you want this opportunity? Like, do you want this opportunity to, like, pick a card? It could be good. It could be bad. This man is going to do something to your life. The whole point, I think, behind it was that he was trying to help people, like, shake things up a bit. That's he picked people that needed something to happen in their life that, that was, like, stagnating or whatever. I just think that's fucking brilliant. Like, you wouldn't turn that down, would you? If Darren Brown's like, can I fuck with you? But like, absolutely fuck away, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, me, the, okay, no, I say that. I say that. Why would I say that? You no, go for it. No, no, I was about to say, I'm so open. I 100% would. But if he puts me in some haunted fucking house, like, sorry, no, no, no. I've changed my mind. I'm not doing it. <laughs> but someone who picked trip, treat, I think, he taught them tricks on how to well tricks I, I think it's a skill to speed read and he taught these people how to like, this person sorry how to assimilate knowledge really 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 quickly and rapidly and then he gave them access to I don't know libraries or whatever and then he entered them into one of the hardest quiz nights ever uh, in London I think it was in London it might have been in Oxford but it was somewhere there's a there's a renowned quiz night I'm probably just absolutely murdering what happened, but this was the what I remember. And he put this person in a team by themselves. And they wow. weren't particularly like quiz mastery before. And I think they came like second or something. It was wow. so yeah, the guy is like, yeah, he's in my like he's on my hero shelf. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I uh obviously don't remember any of the detail from the series in the same way as you do, but mesmerized by stuff. Oh yes, please, let's do that then. Okay. Yeah. Sign me up. Good. So when it comes to this, so what we what we're gonna do is we're gonna have a little chat with him, and his name is Sam. Let's give him a name, shall we? <laughs> we'll just refer to him as the magician. Um, the magician. We're gonna have a little chat with him, and he is gonna tell us a little bit about how he got into magic, um, and just share a few bits and pieces of us. And we're actually gonna um, hear from him, but the top of the next part of the episode which is really cool because he'll be our first really guest on the pod and is, have you checked with him is he down for doing that 
he is yeah he's absolutely oh, amazing, that. amazing. Really- oh what a good sport yay yay yeah indeed and then yeah so how do you feel about this okay obviously we're both really excited but how do you feel about learning something or being taught something like over zoom or whatever it is um how does that work for you in the way that you kind of learn do you know what I think probably much like everyone where we've now done everything over zoom it's kind of you take it in your stride I wouldn't it it would be weird probably to do it in person now (laughs) as a kind of one-on-one magic trick learning session that yeah. feels like it would be weirder than doing it over Zoom, actually. Um, but like I said at the beginning of, of when we started this episode, I don't know that I would have put like, let's learn a magic trick on our list of to-dos for a pod if we weren't in this kind of Zoom world that we're in. So I'm quite excited. I think, you know, yeah, I, I can't imagine learning something new not on Zoom at the moment just because everything is. I've learned random recipes on a live zoom at work I've learned I mean yeah so I think I think in that sense it'll be fine what I probably will need to do is like as soon as the lesson's over practice 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 so it'd be quite good actually for us to then I guess have our separate sessions and dial back in and do the tricks on each other but I think if I don't then carry a deck of cards on me and practice on every single person I've seen or every single person I will see for the rest of that week, I'm worried that I'll forget it because I'm, yeah, if I don't practice what I learn quickly and often at the very beginning, like game over. Yeah, no, I get that completely. I think it is all about, it's all about repetition, isn't it? With anything like this, try and get it in your head. Um, I have no idea how complex it's going to be or, yeah, I, all, all I know is we need a pack of cards. So I've ordered myself three packs on Amazon just so I've got a three. <laughs> yeah. But they all came in packs of two. How on earth did you get three? I don't know. It wasn't like, it, it wasn't a deliberate thing. I thought I was buying one, but I ended up with three packs. So. Oh, how funny. Hmm. No, I bought, yeah, I bought two. Mainly because, so me and my um, boyfriend play, play cards most weekends not an interesting card game at all it's it's one that my aunt taught me and we play it like every time we're in Switzerland with my my family there like without fail at the end of each meal the cards come out and we play this one game so it's not particularly adventurous but I then taught it to him and because in lockdown there's just been a lack of things to do it's kind of become like a Sunday afternoon we'll like do our Sunday cooking and then we'll play cards like early evening and the entire time that we've been playing cards you play with two decks and in one of them we're missing the queen of hearts so we've never like it doesn't impact the game but when you said about doing a magic trick I was like oh I must collect the cards from his house and not forget them then I was like what the fuck am I talking about just buy some new cards which are actually a full deck like this is the perfect opportunity to treat yourself two pounds to a brand new deck of cards so anyway I bought like the two you know the two playing hacks um but yes I've got brand new cards to use and it's all very exciting oh that's so exciting okay well we've got this booked for a couple of weeks away from now so yeah it's it's like you say it's a really it's a really good thing to do it's something that we haven't we didn't have on our list so it's a bit of a bonus I'm not sure how we're going to showcase the results of this as we are a podcast like how are we gonna capture like the I think definitely if we do the tricks for each other like we're gonna we're gonna be able to capture that in our reactions because I know I'm gonna have my mind blown um but we might have to try and get a video of, of us actually performing these um that we can share somewhere because it would be really cool for us to be able to actually show people us doing the magic yeah I suppose it depends on how complex and how long the trick is you know some tricks are like over in a flash and some take a little bit longer to kind of build the whatever the trick is um so I guess depending how it is but I can maybe ask my boyfriend to film it I guess me practicing on him or I don't mean it depends yeah let's see Let's see what we're taught and then how feasible it is to then get it on the on the old sosh. Yeah, definitely. We'll figure it out. Um, oh, my God, I'm so excited. Okay, well, I think that's everything. So I guess see you on the other side. See you on the other side. We know you're already following us on Instagram and Facebook. 
And for those of you that aren't, it's at Try Not The Pod. What we'd like to bring your attention to is our Patreon. Please do follow us on patreon.com forward slash try not the pod so we've got lots of different tiers over there starting from just two pounds a month and there's all kinds of different benefits that you can get from joining our patreon so you can get our episodes early with loads of additional content and for some of our episodes that you've already heard there's a lot more information so if you listened and liked our taxidermy episode for example all the photographs are on our patreon account don't forget to also rate us on whichever platform it is that you listen to us on one of the biggest ways that you can help us is to rate us now i know that lots of people when i listen to podcasts ask me to do this all the time and i completely ignore them but rating us and reviewing us is really helpful and it means that we can get on some what to listen to next lists which will really help us grow our podcast if you've really enjoyed any of our episodes don't you want other people to enjoy them too please tell your friends and your family obviously not your family who are sensitive to foul language because that will probably upset them and we don't really want to be upsetting anyone but anyone who can handle the language please tell them we've got loads of exciting episodes coming up um, and we can't wait to to share them with you hello welcome back welcome back how are you Mia I am very well I'm so excited to talk about this sorry it's like a random pretty miserable rainy May midweek evening and this has brightened up my life so I can't wait to to get onto this Oh, I'm so glad you said that because me too. Like genuinely, this one has given me the feels. So yeah, that's where we are. Um, so we have just had our, we've just had our magic lesson. Yeah. Yeah. And we haven't spoken about it at all. Nope. And so you went first. So we were given, just to sort of set the scene, we were given an hour slot with um, the wonderful Sam, who is a... Um, well, shall we start Actually, by letting him introduce himself and tell us a little bit about him? Yes. And then from there we can go off into our experience. Yes. Hello, how are you doing? Very well, thank you. How are you? Yes, not bad at all, not bad. Thank you so much for agreeing to have a little chat with me today. Just really wanted to ask you a few questions and share it with our, with our listeners, if that's all right. Of course, feel free. So I wanted to start, well actually let's start, back a little bit do you classify yourself as a magician or what What do you go by what's your kind of how would you yes well I'm a sort of a jack of all trades I'd say that in the in the, sort of the process of what you saw me do that's very much I'm a magician at that point but I, I kind of oh that, well, thank you <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that thank you yes I'm a magician during those those uh periods those those work hours I am yeah uh, but then I also my income comes from performing and from writing so I think it would be it would be bad of me to class myself as just a magician when I, I do mm-hmm. other things and I think it sort of confuses people a bit if if they sort of know me as a magician who do, is doing other things I've sort of yeah. I've just an in, I've always had an interest in magic and so yeah. and I've been known by a lot of friends as someone who does lots of tricks but yeah I don't know I I think I I think I can class myself if I'm holding a deck of cards I'm a magician Okay. If someone asks you your profession, do you go, mm-hmm. you don't know? I don't know. Depends who you're talking to. Depends who you're yeah, talking I think to. so. Yeah. I've always been interested in performing, but also my, as I say, my, a lot of my income at the moment, a lot of my work is as a writer. And wow. so it's, it's, yeah, I'm a bit of a chameleon and I move around a bit. And I suppose it's the kind of conversation I need to have with a, uh, a careers coach really careers about advisor, what yeah. I, yeah yeah what I should be <laughs> what I should be Not doing but I, but it's it's a, a range of stuff and I've always quite enjoyed that be it you know uh flitting between different um disciplines because they all help each other as well as a performer obviously it, it, that's going to help uh do with the magic but also as a writer it's going to help as as a way of how do you envision this trick or how this particular trick can be presented in various different ways. Yeah. And as a writer, that enables you to look at it and go, oh, because most tricks are the same sort of mechanic, and then it's it's wrapped up in a different um, a different presentation for each for each person for each performer. So, and you do comedy as well, right? Stand up. I do. Yes. And, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, all of it, I guess, shares a kind of story storyteller like you've got to be able to kind of weave this it, well it's magic isn't it but it's like weaving a story it's 
telling a yes. story in a way. Yeah, it's presenting. It is presenting a form of information in an entertaining way, and I think that is basically what I all of my jobs entail. Really, all of your jobs are all amazing. Of my jo- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but all of my job because of the. Uh, I mean, it's a uh, probably a product of of the current climate as well. That I I need to have a ver- various uh, uh, jobs to to be able to sort of uh, pick on, you know. Yeah, so actually, that uh, that's another one of my things I wanted to ask you. So obviously, you taught me and I. Um, so we had a magic class with you, and you've, you've taught us a trick. And I've got so much. I was so much. Um, I don't know what the word is. Uh, this trick has done me wonders already. I mean, oh been, really? Oh my god! Yeah, I get out every opportunity. I was actually <laughs> going to do it the other day on a work call um, that was getting a little bit dodgy, and I was like, "I reckon I could, I could really, you know, change the tone yes. of this." And I was like, "Do you have a deck of cards?" And they were like, "No." And I was like, "Okay, oh. no, shut me down." But I will yeah. get it in there. Um, oh, good. Yeah, well, you, so you, you taught us, and it was it was phenomenal. But have you always been into teaching in some? Yeah, yeah kind of. I mean. Whenever someone says, oh, do you do magic? I often will ask them if they know any tricks too. And I really like seeing other people perform stuff for me. And then then that starts a nice conversation where either I can show them some tricks or I can teach something. And it's really nice to be able to, to do that. And I think I discovered that I could teach magic when it's sort of, I mean, I've been interested in magic for like at least 20, 20 years. And that's been, that that is something that, it's just inherent when you can you can watch something and go ah I can give you a tip here or oh it's a little tweak on that thing or you know when you when you have a passion for something it doesn't necessarily mean that you can teach that thing but you definitely have it in your bones you can go yeah. ah here's some advice at least of how to to do this or here's the best way I found of learning this particular thing and so I don't think I've I would say I don't really have much sort of training as a as a teacher. But I certainly, again, it's to do with the other skills that I have uh, of being able to, you know, structure things and know the best way of structuring something and introducing it and and the way that somebody might learn and understand the process of it. For instance, in the lesson, as I said to you, I, I told you exactly, you know, the the step by step what we're going to do in the lesson, and that because often people when they suddenly realise they've got to learn a trick, they're like, oh no, writing things down. I know Mia was. Mia she was, was shitting to- it. She was sh- yeah. absolutely shitting herself before we started. She said, <laughs> I can't fucking do this. What if he's not patient? What if I'm terrible? What if he won't listen to me? What? She was really, really, because oh, I guess it's quite okay. a daunting process. It's like we have no yeah. skills and you're going to, you know, you're going to teach yeah. us to do something we can't do. It's oh, like, it's like teaching. It's like, you know, when someone invites you around to play a board game and then they start teaching you and you're thinking, there's a lot of rules here. I'm not. Yes. Gonna, I, <laughs> yeah. I have no I I need to write these things down. There's so many rules. And so I completely understand what that's like from the other person's point of view, that mm. what I'm about to teach, you know, is going to be there's a few bits of things to learn. But I think there's a process in which you learn it and I'm, I'm I hope you found me quite patient I, was, I thought I was fairly... oh, ever so patient yeah oh, and, and actually <laughs> just made it such a such a fun experience and it and honestly it was like five it felt like a five minutes but oh. I after the end of it you know I was able to walk into the other room and do the trick on my wife who uh, I think I may have mentioned she's unimpressed by she's, she's not impressed <laughs> by magic apparently so I did the trick and she was like oh yeah that's nice I then rang my mum and I was like on the portal. I was like, mum, I'm going to do a trick on you. And she was like, oh, okay. Totally engaged. Got a completely different reaction from her. She really? Was it. Oh, yeah. great. So, um, yeah. Oh, no, I'm so pleased. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, well, Mia, I noticed as I was explaining the, the trick or how to set it up at least once I performed it, I noticed her eyes sort of keep looking down and I was thinking, she's writing this down. She's writing it all down. Uh, you don't have to write anything down. It's it. I will, as I said as well, at the end of the lesson, I also send a PDF with with the instructions of the trick, because, again, I think that's some people find it easier to see something uh, and explain to them and then they can do the trick in their hands. But sometimes you need a few days to look back at the instructions and to notice anything that you've either forgotten or you're doing in a real wrong order or something. We had a big chat about that, about how we learn, because like, oh, right, I would yeah, say yeah. I'm quite a kind of touchy-feely, kinesthetic learner. I, I like really thought it might be hard to be sat screen to screen being taught something, and actually it wasn't at all. And I, it was 
absolutely perfect. And, you know, I think that's probably COVID has done a lot to kind of change the perspective, right, of the way we think about this kind of stuff. Of course. But also, I suppose COVID has also made us uh, it's much harder for us to concentrate at the moment. I've been finding it really hard to concentrate on anything because yeah. of just that this is how we've been communicating for so All long. The time. Yeah, it's really hard. Yeah. So I think uh, I think by having the cards in your hand as well, when I was teaching it, helps. Like you say, you've, you're holding it and you're going through it. And I also I know from experience that when I've been teaching it and asked the person to then perform perform the trick back to me, yeah. is it can be quite nerve wracking. And so that's why I, I sort of make sure that it's very clear that this can go completely wrong. Just speak it back to me and I will act as both the the, uh, the spectator, but also as your sort of your little, you know, champion on the side. Going, that's I was going to say that's right. a little bit of positive feedback for you. Your facial expressions are just out of this world so when i was doing it you know you made me feel like i was a magician you'd never seen the trick before i was a rock star and i was like hang on a minute, it was good i was me this i was but, so impressed you said you did it verbatim back to me you did exactly what i'd said every single bit that i performed you said it exactly back it's like you put it on record or something it was amazing yeah well you it was a really great experience i wanted oh, to ask you um if i can is there a reason, do you think, that magic kind of got into your bones? Is it? Is there? A, do you have a favourite magician? Do you have an early memory of magic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, I think, I think as most most people, you know, you, you get pulled in by just just the amazing performance or something about magic. I always knew I liked kind of circusy stuff, clowny stuff, performing, you know, just I, I liked how that felt. And then the the way I actually fell into it was that my older brother was was into magic for a very short period, you know, like one of those phases, and then mm. gave it up and then left a, a whole bunch of tricks and books. And I started looking through them, found a few things that were quite easy to perform, performed them to people. And I'm sure in the hindsight of, of my my age now, looking back going, I'm sure those people weren't that impressed by it. But the feeling that you get from performing it especially for, as someone who was fairly insular I, I wasn't I wasn't a big performer at that point I liked all that stuff but I didn't feel like I could I could do it it gives you that instant gratification that instant um uh acknowledgement that you can do something and the thing is that thing is packaged already for you so you don't really have to do too much all you have to do is learn it and then perform it. it's not like you're performing an original piece of music or you're having to perform you know you're going up to somebody telling them a joke you've made up it's a thing that over the years has always worked as long as you perform it correctly so i think that's why lots of kids or even older people when they are performing at something you you know people are, you get this uh, quite amazing feeling of performing it because you would create this reaction from somebody that is unusual usually you know you don't usually get that kind of reaction from someone from doing something and you you suddenly get quite excited you go oh, wow I, I did that thing so i think that's why i liked it because it was all sort of packaged already already and that got me into performing and then and then the performing then fed back into the magic it, it made the magic um more me and and richer and you know uh more unique more um yeah. my own personality yeah brilliant so people can obviously find you on the internet somewhere where is can they where, where yeah they me? can yeah usually I'm, I'm going via twitter and instagram at the moment okay. that's my my two things yeah awesome so I'm, i will I'm share there. your uh your handles if that's what they're called so people yeah can, uh, of course yeah i was looking at your instagram i did a little bit of stalking um before we've met just so you know i didn't do it afterwards because that's just creepy um <laughs> and there's some amazing it He's quite a talented artist, it would appear, if I found the right uh, Instagram well, account. Yeah. <laughs> that is another element. Yeah, I, I draw quite a lot. I quite like that. But that's been very much a, a lockdown thing. I thought, I'm going to... I'm not sure what else I've got to do at the moment. Some work had been quite quiet until now. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to I'm gonna draw every day and post it every day. And so I've, I've just completed 100 days uh, of, draw, of uh, drawing a day. Amazing. That, that happened yesterday. Yeah. So well that's, that was my. I'm. I'm gonna thank you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give a give myself a rest now. 
mm. for a little while and then I, I think I'll gradually build it back up again but uh it was uh it was a nice commitment but I'm I'm pleased I reached it and that was you know it's where I am now yeah are you still teaching magic to people online? Are you still? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It's um absolutely. It's it it started as a word of mouth thing, and it got mm. progressively more and more popular. And I think that although I've done a lot of performing and stand up online, I think that's going to start to stop because of just people want to see it live. And I yeah. I kind of want to do the same. However. Sure. I found that this, I think, this type of uh, communication, but also a way of learning, works so well online. Because mm. I was thinking it'd be weird if you just turned up at a cafe with somebody and, and taught them magic. But it, this is yeah. doing it in your in your room, wherever you are, and being able to communicate like this and do it one on one really works. And I hope I hope that will continue because yeah. I think it's a really nice. Um, it's opened up a whole new area that I, I love doing. You are going to be, I'll tell you now, my go-to Christmas gift, right? So I think what you should do um, is get some vouchers made up so people can buy a magic voucher and gift it to someone. The good thing about this is some people don't ever cash in on their vouchers. So you're sitting rich, right? Get the money and you don't even have to deliver the lesson. I've got some vouchers I haven't used for, you know, a number of years. (laughs) Yeah, so have I. They're exactly right, but there are some people that I think would absolutely love um, a session with you to, to learn a trick, and it's uh, me and me both agree it's the perfect gift for somebody. Um, oh, and it's thanks! Just, yeah, I can't recommend it enough. So, um, yes, yeah. Oh, good. Well, I, I also I made sure that in the lessons that it's a combination of both. Uh, tricks that I'm teaching, but also sometimes I know people just want to see some magic, yeah. you know, and the idea of getting that close-up, intimate magic uh, performance as well, on one-on-one is something that people actually really enjoy. Because I did, when I first started, I filled an hour with tricks uh, teaching, and I thought this is, people just want to see some actual tricks as well. Yeah. I, should just, I felt a bit Amazing. like, oh, they don't want to see me p- perform because it's a bit self, um, it's a, all a bit, you know, self-congratulatory. They really do. They but really, actually, I, people just want I've to see told, tricks. <laughs> I've told everybody about it, and I've I, the trick. I'm not going to mention it here. Actually, maybe I haven't really talked about it on the podcast. But anyway, I told Mia about it. And she was yeah, we we couldn't get over it. So oh, um, good. I think it's brilliant. I think it's absolutely brilliant. So yeah, thank you very much indeed for not only a wonderful experience. Oh, um, thank but you. But for just taking this time to tell us a little bit more about yourself. And is there anything that you'd like to say? No, well, pleasure. Thank you so much for having me, and um, good luck with the podcast. It's such a great idea. Thank you. I hope you it very keeps much. going and going. Yeah, we we'll, and we very much like to know when you are live. Uh, we both agree. Yeah, that we'd like to Come and see you. Do you? Oh, do your very yeah, special of version of magic. Um, in <laughs> yeah, so, I will. Yeah. Well, that again, that will be all on on Twitter once it all sort of picks up again. That's my main my main hub of information. Awesome. Thank you so much. Fantastic. Indeed. Thank you. Thanks very so much, much. Leah. Thank you. Bye. So that's the lovely Sam. So um, yeah, we we booked in the hour, and you took the first half hour. I took the second half hour, and I just got a text from you saying, "Okay, ready to join." So yeah, you tell me first. So I was like insanely excited all day, but also really nervous. Like <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like I think I've got some sort of weird magician problem, but also I was like really concerned about like how hard I was going to fangirl because magic really does blow my mind. So I was like, if he does an actual magic trick, I'm not going to be able to speak. Anyway, so we got on the call. I had some issues with my bloody um, browser, so I couldn't get any audio. So there was this bit where we were basically like mimes. (laughs) (laughs) had to be like, oh, my God, that all got sorted out. And he was so lovely. So instantly just feel, just relax, right, when someone's like nice and friendly. And so it was just wonderful. And we had a little bit of a chat and I told him a bit about the podcast. He told me a little bit about him. Um, And then um, he did a trick for me. So... The best thing about this was, you know, you were talking about the rings. Yes. Um, the gold rings and how they'd like blown your mind. So he was like, oh, there was this old trick in China with these gold rings. And, um, you know, it's very like no one really knows where it came from, whatever. So I tried to modernize it. Um, so he got out these yellow elastic bands. 
So I was like, okay, this is, yeah, yeah, okay, good. And then he got out a packet of polos and he opened the polo packet in front of me and was like, choose a polo, like one to 14. So I chose my polo. Like like, the the white mint polos. Yeah, the ones you eat. Yeah, yeah. So I chose like polo number four and he took it out of the pack and he put it in his mouth and then he got the elastic band and he put, part of the elastic band in his mouth and then he pulled out the elastic band and the polo mint was through the elastic band it It fucking was and then I was like oh my god I can't handle this and then he bit through the polo mint like honestly just to prove that it was polo mint and I was just like I I couldn't I got I was so fucking like oh my god this is amazing this is amazing and I I, he, then he was like eating the polo <laughs> so he kept apologising because he was like really you know when you're eating a mint and you're talking I was like oh my god Mia is going to die when you show her this he's like I'm not going to show her this I'm going to show her something I'm else because like, I got on my call and he was like I'm really sorry but I know that you like the gold rings Leah told me I've already done it for her and I was like oh well that's okay we're kind of you know talking about how you know how the trick is and he was like no I did a modern version of it and I was like no now I do miss out. Like, I am missing out. He did it. And he was like, he was like, oh, I've got a different trick for Mia. And he honestly, he looked quite crestfallen. So I was like, oh, no, no, it's fine. You do that trick and I'll tell her. And she'll be really gutted. And he was like, are you all right with that? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine with it. Mia, it was insane. I'm sure, like, I'm absolutely positive we could get him to show you it. He, he literally attached a fucking polo min to an elastic band. And I'm, I was just like, okay, I'm, I'm done. Like, you can just take my money. Like, I'll just pay you another 50 quid and you can just do that trick again for me. No, well, look, because he did a trick for me that also blew my mind because it's not hard to blow my mind. Like, I'll I'll tell you about it in a second. But I was like, gold rings, I'm not going to be jealous. And he was like, oh, Leah was quite smug about it. And I was like, of course she was. (laughs) I was like, we know the gold rings. I don't need to see the gold rings. But now... But initially, I was so happy because the first thing I said to him was, oh, my God, you're going to blow me his tiny mind because she fucking loves the gold rings. But it was amazing. But it was just like also just such a brilliant way of like bringing something that's so classically, you know. Yeah, ingrained in your mind from being a child to the modern age, a fucking polo on an elastic band. Yeah. It was brilliant. So that kind of set the tap that, and then I was kind of done. So then it was like, oh right, so I've done a little trick for you now. So shall we learn a trick? And I was just like, oh, fuck, I've got to learn a trick because I was already like, this is the best fucking half an hour of my life. So yeah, and then he went on to teach me the trick, and he taught me the trick. He explained it, and he did it in such a fantastic way. So he showed me, he made me do it. He taught me through it. So the it's kind of the reason I love my trick, and I'm sure yours is similar, is like because when you do it to somebody, you're making them do it. So you're actually putting the magic in their hands. So if I do my trick on you, I can make you do all the steps and you're going to basically amaze yourself. So, yeah, between my session and this, I've already done it on Ellie and I rang my mum and did it on her. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I was just like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Like. I want everyone in the world to be able to to experience how cool this how cool this feels to have that done to you. So, and the trick blew my mind. That's the other thing. The trick he taught me that blew my mind. So, yeah, I mean, the guy is lovely. What an amazing thing to do! What an amazing, amazing experience. Like, we pay fifty pounds for the hour. So. Yeah, yeah. And do you know what? I think like if you are stuck at home and you don't want to go out or you don't know what to do or you've got someone you just want to cheer them up because they still can't go out because they're isolating or, you know, for whatever reason, somebody with accessibility issues or, you know, whatever, and they can't leave. This is such a lovely thing to gift them. A, because he's such a lovely gentleman. So we were supposed to start at half six and finish at seven. I think Leah texted me at five past seven was like, are you done yet? I didn't even notice my phone. Him and I didn't start the magic trick part till seven. Like we spent the first half hour chatting. And I was like, oh my God, we should get on with this stuff because like the half hour's over. He's such a lovely person that it makes just 
It's enjoyable having a new person that you're talking to over Zoom. And on top of that, you're then learning from. And on top of that, he's blowing your mind with, A, a fun magic trick as an icebreaker, and then B, a magic trick that blows your mind that you're then going to learn. Like, that's just the whole thing was brilliant. Loved it. I think completely, absolutely, like, you've nailed it. And also, I would say this would make the perfect present for somebody like for Christmas or for a birthday, like I can imagine giving someone this as uh, like, what well, you know, I always hate buying people vouchers. This would be the most awesome voucher ever. Wouldn't yeah. It? yeah. 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 <laughs> Magic. Yeah. He did tell me that he taught, he, he'd done the gold rings trick on you. So I was a bit like, meh, have I missed out on anything? I've now found out I massively did. Um, but he then did a trick on me where <laughs> He was like, oh, you know, how much do you think I would have paid for this shirt? Uh, Or no, like started asking me if I could see the shirt properly because it was kind of checkered. And then like, how much do you think I I would have paid for it? And he was writing on a notepad. And then he put the notepad down and then started like undoing the buttons on the shirt. And I was like, oh, (laughs) I was not expecting this. He was like, oh, look, actually, I didn't buy this shirt. And there's like the shop tag in it. Uh, you know, the like the shop tag that sets off the, the, the alarms, the like the BP security tag. And attached to that is a like the tag of the, you know, like how much the shirt cost. And he'd asked me to guess how much I thought he'd paid for it. And the, the random figure that I'd guessed was written on the tag. So like he opened the shirt, was like, oh, you know, I didn't buy, pay for it. But look how much it was. And then like showed me the number I guessed um so I have no idea how he did like I have no idea how from writing it on a pad that he held up to the zoom for me how did that then end up on the tag inside his shirt that he had to unbutton so on top of like already he did that and I was like no fucking way (laughs) it was like banging on my table and then um and then he was like right should we start the magic trick then I was like, oh, right, okay. I could have just sat here and, uh, yeah, watched him do tricks or, like, trick after trick after trick would have kept me entertained. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah. It makes me want to go and see Magic. Yeah, yeah. And I'd love to go and see him because I think he is such a charismatic character that on stage I'm sure he's phenomenal. Well, also, he was – so he was explaining to me that where he's – he – He'd done sort of magic um, at um, uni a little bit and then went into comedy and stand up. But actually what's been nice about lockdown is that he's been able to reconnect with magic because it's not that fun doing stand up or pure stand up on lockdown um, because you don't have the sort of the crowd and the atmosphere of the crowd around you. But doing a magic trick, which doesn't translate well, unless you've got a camera zooming on your magic trick that's then being beamed to the audience, doing magic isn't that fun on stage. And this has allowed him to sort of still have that charming, personable, a little bit jokery, a little bit jokey, a little bit bantery, but whilst doing magic and that actually he's done a lot of corporate events. And that's, I think, probably why we were talking so long, because where I you know, work in HR and look, think about doing things for employees. And he was talking about these corporate events he was doing and how actually you could have, you know, 400 people on a Zoom, but it, you have maybe eight people that you're talking to. And you can still be like, oh, you know. Dave up in the corner seems to to be bored by my trick. Dave, are you still awake? You know, still kind of bantering in the way that you would you would with a um with a stand up show, but everybody can see the detail of the magic trick you're doing. So um, yeah, it was fun. Awesome. So, so what do we do then? How do we like? Because I don't think I'm presuming my magic trick isn't one. I can't. I can talk it through as I do it. Yeah, I don't know how we next do this bit of like doing the tricks on each other. I can't wait to do the trick on you. But (laughs) I think what we'll have to do is we can record the trick, right? Definitely. Or we we will actually have the video because uh, like we have it now. Because the way we're recording this podcast means we're actually capturing both our screens. Um, And we're going to have to share them, I think. Like I can definitely put them on the Patreon. Leah here. So whilst editing, I realised that we you really can't get the gist of these tricks when we're just talking them without video. So we will find a way of videoing them and putting them up on our Patreon. But what I've done is I've left in our reactions to um, the first time that we saw each other's tricks, just so you can enjoy them. 
So here is Mia's reaction to my trick. I don't understand how that works. It works, Mia, because I'm magic. <laughs> how good is it? How good is wow. it? Okay, you'll have to teach me that. Like when we when we stop recording, you can tell me how that works. Oh my god, my mind is blown. Wow. Oh, oh, I love that one. Yeah, you'll have to teach me that so that I can add it to my repertoire. Repertoire. My repertoire. Ooh. At the moment, I've only got one card game in my repertoire, which I am about to do on you. So this one you can't do. I I will have to do. That's okay. And here is my reaction to hers. Two of spades. No! (laughs) Oh my god, your face! Because it's just so fucked up. How does it do it? Oh my god, like, fucking how? So that, oh, I'm so glad. It was like, did it flow? It flowed really, really well. And when you were doing it, I was like, my God, this is really complicated. Like, you were really worried. I think we spoke, I don't know if we spoke about it on the pod or if we spoke about it off pod, but you were, like, really worried that you weren't going to be able to pick it up quick enough and you were going to have to, like, practice and practice. And it, I was, like, completely in there. I was like, okay, so I phoned on that card. Like, oh, oh, my God, that's amazing. I don't understand my trick from that perspective. Like, oh. genuinely, he did explain it. But I was just like, Mow. it's like, and in a way, I'm really happy about it because it, it, it's just like, this is what it should be, right? Magic should do this, give you this feeling, like this, like. It's, wonderment. It is wonderment. It's like the reason I really love good horror movies, right? Which I'm sure you don't share this. Um, I do actually, despite my, like, incredible fear of, everything um I love a horror film because because I like being scared and knowing it's just a film and that I it's then fine afterwards I don't have like nightmares afterwards I don't I'm not worried about going into my bed okay I am because of the the ankle grabber but I need to put my feet up now I'm a bit scared um (laughs) but aside from that like I'm not generally I love horror films um so I don't know where you were going with how this is like a horror film because I don't I don't see how the two are vaguely so, alike. What what it is is you kind of said it, but it's like I love being afraid. Like I like being scared, and I like that feeling because it doesn't happen to me in life very often. Like very rarely do you feel scared as a well, very rarely do I feel scared as an adult person. Like unless somebody I dearly love is in peril, I, I don't have fear. It just doesn't, it's not a reaction that I have. So I love horror movies because they make me feel that sense of fear. And I love this because it makes me feel that sense of wonderment. And it's the same thing. It's like, it's such a a powerful emotion. Like it just makes me happy. Like I genuinely, it just makes me happy. Um, So that's why this is such a lovely thing to do of a mundane, rainy evening where you're not going out like sit rather than spending money on dinner and a bottle of wine plug in with a with a friend a loved one or whoever and learn a magic trick with sam yeah. like fucking hell it's it's made me so happy yeah me too i i, I feel yeah i really do feel like rejuvenated I, and that's yeah that's a really really good feeling so we will share all his details um on our socials and yeah could not recommend the experience enough because i was i wasn't dubious about it i was really excited but i was wondering how it was going to translate to a learning experience and it is honestly surpassed my expectations like a hundred times over so i'm so because i hadn't practiced my trick on anyone because oh, i came straight off the call and then we went straight on this now that i've done it on you all i want to do is do it on people yeah i'm going into my office this week oh my god oh you my god everybody Should I just bring a pack of cards with me and then like charm everyone with my magic trick yeah 100 percent. 100 percent. yeah, yeah. And I think I everyone, there's only 20 people allowed in the office, but you know, that's, that's 20 people 20 more people. than I've seen in a long time. Yeah, that is 20 people that you can delight. So, so fun. Well, I think we can say uh, magic tricks. Done. Done. <laughs> I want to do more of them. I would definitely, I would definitely, definitely. 
pay our lovely Sam over over here for more sessions. So yeah, strongly, strongly recommend and um, done for now, but could do more. Okay. So we will say until next time and there will be a little bit of a longer gap um, this time around because we are taking a break until the end of the summer just so that we can get up to trying some new things and record some more because we have officially run out of our backlog of episodes. So look out for Instagram notifications for our next post, but we'll be back with you at some point in September. Until next time. Bye. Bye.